Welcome to Major Spoilers, November 15th, 2017. We are going to talk about... It's the 14th. When this is released, Stevie, in like two hours. Well, if, we're gonna, if it's going to be future, at least wish Pappy a happy birthday. That's it's Stevie. Birthday. And that's Pappy. Hey, guys. It's Hello. a Pap Day. Happy Pap Day tomorrow. Happy, happy Pap, Pap day. day. Boys and girls across the globe. Celebrate. You're celebrating? Are you, how are you celebrating? <laughs> uh, I'm going to work, and then I'm going to go to Denny's after work, get a grand Woo! slam. A free coffee, and then, uh... Is there gonna be, a uh, cake in the break room? Cry in my hotel room. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the road for my birthday. <laughs> Alright, oh, well... that sounds terrible. Let's get into it. In major spoilers, we're gonna really quick, right off the bat here, just spoil two new movies for you. Let's get right into it. Pap, I'm gonna give you about three minutes here. You saw The Beguiled. I believe this is a war drama. Fill us in. You believe Beguiled correctly. Yeah, I watched The Beguiled, which is a remake of a Clint Eastwood movie from the 70s directed by Sofia Coppola, starring Colin Farrell, um, Nicole Kidman, Ellie Fanning. Elle Fanning? What's her name? Uh, Elle Fanning. Either way, this movie was boring. (laughs) It was so boring. Like, from all of the previews and stuff, it seemed to be like a really titillating uh, Civil War era drama um, where basically Colin Farrell is a Union soldier who gets hurt in Southern Territory like comes across this like girls school and develops some sort of sexual chemistry with like all of the different girls, including like the head mother who is played by Nicole Kidman. But it's just, it, it, it falls really flat. Like, it's not really that sexually exciting. Like, it's kind of played super flatly. I don't, it's just hard to explain. Like, it, it's not as titillating or cool as I think it is. And then Colin Farrell goes on to, like, you know, make out with, like, three of the girls, and then he loses a leg, and then, spoiler alert, <laughs> he ends up dying. So Yeah, so is that the very end? Is that the spoiler? Yeah, he dies. And then the movie just kind of ends. But like, I watched like the first two thirds on the plane, and so I had like thirty minutes left. I'm like, okay, I bet shit goes down in the last thirty minutes. And so like, I got home and watched the last thirty minutes, and shit didn't really go down. <laughs> really nothing came happened. at night. Yeah, nothing came at night. Uh, but he, but he lost a leg. That sounds pretty horrible. But he, it was like he like fell down the stairs. That's how he lost the leg, and then they had to like amputate it. Classic. They don't sh- yeah, they don't show the amputation. Like I feel like they, it. I haven't seen the original. Like I said with Clint Eastwood, I feel like I was trying to be too faithful to that. Like it's the year 2017. Like it needed to be more sexually charged, more violent, more shocking. Like if you can compare this to a movie like Raw, which which is all those things. Like you know, sexually exciting, violently exciting, just batshit crazy. It doesn't hold a candle to that, and it just ends up being so boring. And, and one of the worst parts about it, too, is there, there's no score. There's no score throughout the entire movie. And so hmm. it's just so... There's no like, music at all. Which there, is why we're not playing music right now, I guess, because I can't find any to match yeah. this movie. <laughs> there, there is some music, but I think it's all like kind of like the Quentin Tarantino like has a source kind of deal. I, I might be wrong with that entirely, but for the most part, when the music does come in, there's like a girl playing a violin or a girl playing a piano or that kind of shit. And like, oh, that's annoying. I, the movie could have really, really benefited from some like dramatic score. So 
it's a no. Hopefully we are listening to something right now, but yeah, before you give us I guess you already said no. It's a I wanted no. to know if there yeah. I wanted to know if there are any performances that were worth seeing. Colin Farrell's always great. He he's one of my he's favorite actor. actors. He's one of my favorite actors like in in the world right now. Uh haven't seen Killing of a Sacred Deer yet, but he delivers a solid performance. Interestingly, though, he, he's an Irish Union soldier. Like, of course, like, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> but he struggles uh, with American accents. Yeah, to his credit. Yeah, but it's a no. But I mean, I came in. If you want to fall asleep on a plane, then it's a yes, I guess. All right. Next movie. Stevie, we tried to get you to watch and talk about, I believe you did watch Dark Tower, um, but you refused yeah. to talk about it. You refused to yeah. talk about it and instead wanted to talk about that's like my Brawl and Cell Block 99. That is my cinema Vietnam, the Dark Tower. That's my cinematic <laughs> Vietnam. Uh, wow. Yeah, I saw uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. I'll try to keep this short and sweet as possible. Uh, if anybody has seen Bone Tomahawk, it's from the same writer-director as Craig Zoller, and this movie is gruesome and amazing and so much fun to watch. Um, long story short, Vince Vaughn uh, was like a former alcoholic and drug dealer, tries to turn his life around and go straight, but he really doesn't have any connection to the outside. He doesn't have anything he can do um, successfully. Like He gets laid off, so he goes back into the world of drug dealing after he gets um after a drug deal goes bad and he gets arrested um he gets transferred in this prison and long story short the people that were screwed over in that drug deal uh kidnap his pregnant wife and pretty much tell him you need to get transferred to like the most notorious prison like in the state so do whatever you have to do you need to kill a guy in cell block 99 otherwise we're going to kill your wife and your unborn child and it's a slow burn throughout, but the last 40 minutes is, oh my God, over the top gore. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. Great dialogue. Uh, a hard yes for me. And I'll say it right now, probably the best performance Vince Vaughn has ever had. Sounds pretty cool. Is the violence like scary or is it like Tarantino, like over the top like that? How would you describe it? There's a scene in Drive where uh, Ryan Gosling puts his boot through a dude's skull a thousand times in an elevator multiply that by like times 10 like it's horrifying to watch does the movie have a classic pappy character like chicory from bone tomahawk there's no chicory it's just Ah. vince vaughn with a southern accent and it's a lot of fun to watch like he's really really good in it well pappy mentioned the word titillating a couple times was this movie titillating oh very uh, I'll just say this uh, don't expect like anything where it's like 20 minutes in and then the action starts this movie is a very slow burn uh, but it all pays off in the end so it's definitely well worth it I would highly recommend anybody that likes violence uh, witty dialogue and good acting to watch this movie I can't let you get off the hook before you spoil it what's that what's the very very end do you really want to know? Spoil that shit. <sighs> okay. Press press 15 seconds forward on the pod if you don't want to listen to it, but here is the end. Long story short, he ends up doing things like getting transferred to the worst prison, then transferred to cell block 99, and you end up finding out 
that like the person he's supposed to kill doesn't exist. Just like people in the cartel were waiting for him in that block to kill him. And like they like run their own section because the like they pay the guards. And Vince Vaughn. Ah, that 15 seconds is coming up quick. Does he <sighs> die or what? <laughs> no, he ends up beating people half to death. Like, he crushes people's skulls in, he breaks a dude's leg in half ten times and beats him with it. Uh, Dude, it's gruesome. But he does end up dying in the end. But totally well worth it. Amazing movie, amazing performance. I want to watch it again now that I'm talking about it. Oh, man, sounds fun. Well, our third topic tonight isn't spoiling a movie. Uh, I actually saw Pappy in person for once over this weekend we had a wedding adam jacoyak's wedding friend of the pod congrats yeah that was a good time and i was really tempted tonight to bring up your whole louis ck apologetic argument but i really don't want to get into that that's not fair that's not fair to say that that's not fair to say that can we move on? <laughs> no, no, we can't move on because you just said I'm a Louis C.K. apologist. You just blew the whole load on this episode. Now we have to talk about that. Ooh. Oh, no. Just try to make it brief because I actually have some another half topic. I I'm do not a talk Louis C.K. apologist. That's my brief statement. I feel like Pat got drunk format. at a wedding and was talking about how Louis C.K. wasn't wrong. <laughs> this format is not conducive to like flushing that topic out. Okay, I That's agree. That's not fair I agree. for you to say I'm a Lucy K. Apologist, though. I take I'm really, sorry. I take umbrage with that. You're right. That was not fair. Uh, maybe in editing we can get rid of that, scrub that out. But let's continue but on. I'm not a Lucy um, K. Apologist. Like, right, right. You're not. So anyway, but I'm not a Lucy K. Apologist. I'm gonna make it really hard to edit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pappy, another topic we talked about at the wedding was. Um, a certain actor from our great state of Indiana was liking some of our Instagram posts and it was kind of exciting. We reached out to Doug Jones, famous contortionist turned like Who? makeup actor. Doug Jones! Doug Jones! Doug Jones! Yeah, so we reached out to him and Pappy, fill us in. Take the story from there. I don't, I was blacked out. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, I I'm just saying. That if we can't get Doug Judd on the fucking podcast, what the fuck's the point of even doing the podcast? <laughs> so we proceeded to draft uh, a message, and we slid into his DMs, and did not it's been reply. Two days, two days, and no reply. So maybe he's um, stuck. Huh? He's a contortionist, right? Oh, good one. <laughs> I'll say this though. You have to throw a dad joke in there somewhere. There's no way. Like, dude, he's doing like a movie promotional tour right now. He can't like do an interview with a podcast who's like shitting on Hayden Christensen and like doing all these other things <laughs> on the social media that we do. Like it would have well, been you great. Know, I'm not trying to hate on him. We'd still have him on in a heartbeat, but I, I think we can still get him someday, but probably between now and the time when the shape of water comes out there's a zero percent chance the more that yeah. i think about it that looks like it's going to be a pretty cool movie i'm looking forward looks to amazing it, but stevie he went to ball state so we even we dropped wait we is said, he the like, silver surfer yes he is yeah he spoke uh like our like our freshman orientation thing to a big auditorium oh we should have told him that like 
I remember you inspired me, blah, 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 bullshit, No, it was more people like muttering in the crowd of how shitty that movie was. But uh, it was kind of cool to see like a Hollywood success story from Ball State. He's a lot more than the Silver Surfer. Pappy, do you know some of his credits? Do you want to throw him out there? I know, but at the time, it was like, he's a Silver Surfer. That was like in 2009. But he is other things, and I'd like to inform the audience. We told him, like, I think we described this in the Pants Labyrinth episode, episode 122? That he's yeah. uh, Guillermo's Andy Circus, like all of the mocap big performances. So like two guys from Pan's Labyrinth, uh, uh, the upcoming Shape of Water. There's more. I don't have IMDb open, but he doesn't do a lot of on-screen work. He's also an adaptation, though. He's one of the yeah. He gets, like, he's a... in the movie Hocus Pocus. Ooh, uh, yeah. I mean. He, it's really weird, like, his niche of acting. He's always in super full makeup, like, completely transformed from run, one role to the next. Like, what sort of talents do you think? Like, obviously contortionist, but, like, what is it that he stumbled upon? Like, what kind of career is that? He like, stumbled I, upon Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> that was his career. <laughs> Stevie, we recorded The Grey last night, and for some reason we got on the topic of... Rudy, that is Sean Aston. Like four, how four forty, a, a solid two fifty. Yeah. So, how would you compare like Sean Aston career to the career of the great Doug Jones? <sighs> random, random question, but I mean, it, rather career I'd have. Sure. Yeah. I don't have Rudy's career. I mean, Lord of the Rings, Rudy, Stringer Things. That's just me, though. Yeah, I got to go with Sean Ashton. Ashton. Ashton as well. Ashton Martin. Yeah, but I feel like Doug Jones also does some really cool stuff. But anyway, um, you guys have anything else to add? I think that's about all we have for this major episode. We're getting kind of long. Long in the tooth here. Almost 15 minutes. I'll just say I'm not a Louis C.K. apologist one more time. Oh, my God. It's not what I heard. Call back to earlier in the episode so you can't edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right toss it to spoiler man would you pat take it away spoiler man please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers clicking on the cereal bowl select the reviews tab and leave us some stars and some words twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit that was spoilers Hashtag Steve Van Elk. <laughs> Hashtag Steve Van Elk. <laughs> Wedding photo hangover. <laughs> I know I drink a glass of milk and it's just no, donezo. Stop doing it. I know. The milk gets me every time. You gotta stop. You <laughs> like